Pardon Roger Stone, President Donald J. Trump. 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 A great patriot by the name of Roger Stone has been wrongfully imprisoned by the deep state. A state run by pedophiles, Jews, and the like. It is of the utmost importance that we free this great American patriot by any means necessary. Pardon Roger Stone, President Donald J. Trump. 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 house i'm your host tristan horse back at you again for episode 25 of welcome to the horse house we're halfway to 50 welcome to the horse house i'm your host tristan horse back at you again for episode 25 of welcome to the horse house welcome my friends to the horse house i'm your host Tristan Horse, back at you again for episode 25. Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan motherfucking Horse, back at you again. Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse, back at you again for another brand new episode this beautiful Monday morning of Welcome to the Horse House. Hey, welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 25 of Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I am joined here by three close compadres of mine, my three amigos, my three partners in crime, if you will. Uh, those crimes, shoplifting, treason, and rape. I did none of those. Happy 25th anniversary. It's Rudy. Silver, silver anniversary. This is a silver anniversary. No, this is 25. the wood one, right? Yeah, it's a wood one. You give them wood. Yeah. <laughs> I like to podcast, yeah, Monday evening every week, on a cloud of sound I yell in the night, anyone who listens right, like Chris, Tall C, Frank the Haiku Guy, and Steve, well, you don't know what we can find, why don't you come with me, little man, on a magic horse house ride, well, you don't know what bitch you'll see Rudy's Crypto Corner and me Andy Warhol's Diary Close your eyes girl, look inside girl, let the pod take you away Hey it's Steven 
Very good. That was Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum. By Norman Greenbaum. By Norm McDonald. By Norm McDonald. The only um, hit by Norm McDonald. We have a special guest, if you will, our honored audience member who will occasionally have a microphone. Uh, We do not have a microphone yet. Like I said last week, Patrick, our sometimes guest, took his microphone he was lending to us so we can uh, record his podcast, The Patty Melt. And he has yet to record that podcast, All Talk, No Action. Not everyone can be like me. Not everyone has an idea, a vision, and pursues it. Everything I want to do, I do. Is it willpower? I don't know. Is it strength? I don't know. Is it faith? I don't know. But I do it. To be fair, Patrick's not recording his podcast right now because he's busy making artisan pie zoles for 50 cents. If you would like a pie, a big artisan homemade pizza pie from Patrick, hit him up. $7 for a large artisan pie. You can get six of those for $48 if you'd like. Who do we have here as an audience member? Hey, it's Drew. Thanks for uh, allowing me back on the premises. Of yeah. course. Of course. We're, we're always happy to have you back. You're one of the boys. Not an official co-host, but you're almost there. What were you laughing about, Stephen? <laughs> Nothing, Nothing, sir. Nothing at all. Math's kind of funny whenever you think about it. Who? Math, math. is in a, Math is more of an art than a science. Well, math failed a friend of ours, a friend of the show, Andrew Young. He he always he always talked about math and how math can help him win the race. But I guess some of his integers and some of his um, parentheses during PEMDAS were wrong because he failed and he dropped out of the race. Andrew Yang, you gave it all you got. You had a vision for America unlike anyone else. A vision based on $1,000 a month and unbridled illegal immigration into our country. You will be sorely missed as well as your vision for this once great nation. This one goes out to you, Mr. Andrew Yang. One rock star of the week. I've now lost 500 pounds from just drinking one rock star a week. I started at 14 rock stars a week. Now it's only one. Let me get some echo on here for this rock star ASMR. Let's get some Mark Echo. Yeah. Let's get some Mark Cuban on this track. Now for a sip, a little more reverb on this one. Let me just. Oh, that wasn't very good. My... Ah. Ah, I can't do it as good as I was. Put the mic on your Adam's apple. Okay, one more. Oh, there we go. That was held up right to my fucking throat like a fucking trach. Like a, like a fucking electro larynx that my grandfather had because he had lung cancer two times. Check your vibe. He dog like this. He's passed away now. May he rest in peace. Darmos at Jalad at Tanagra. That actually sounds like, electro, like an electro larynx. <laughs> did it? Did it? Let me try. Yeah. Bamba, his arms wide. That's pretty good. All right. Enough. So, news coming out of Australia. 
if this was 25 years ago, I'd say a midget boy was bullied at school. You guys hear about this? And his mother filmed him crying. He's an eight-year-old midget boy. That's what I would say 25 years ago. Can we now, don't be Rama Rama in the background? He's a, yeah. Story? Now he's, um, he has now graduated to a little person, eight-year-old boy. It's kind and, of fucked up that his mom just filmed him crying. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh I want to kill myself. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. I want to kill myself after you put the shrimp on the barbie. And so he's weeping. Let, let, let's actually play some fucking clips from this fucking. This is Tristan's viral audio clip of the week. No. Part one. <laughs> yeah. Volume one, chapter one. So this is, um, it's, it's, he's like an Aborigines small person. He's eight years old. Wow. Not attractive. Really rolled poorly in life. <laughs> Not attractive. Very large. Okay, so little people, mm-hmm. dwarfs. I think they, they're okay with dwarfs, too. Some are, some aren't. Um, some dwarves are like, um, they're born just like looking like a normal uh, average person except just small. Yeah. Like Matt Roloff from um, Little People Big World on TLC. That's a and loft. Then, and then you have the, pe- the, the little people who have the big heads, the fat asses. That's who this kid is. Like Quaden Bailey is his name. Quaden Bales, Bales, B A Y L E S. Say it with your Australian accent. Oh, Quaden Bales. Quaden Bales is in the news. He's a little person who's been getting mistreated at school. At um, what do they call it? A preparatory school. No, what do they? Out, w- the out in the Yabba. So this is him having a fucking freak out, and his mom's recording it because he's been fucking bullied at school so much. <laughs> How much it is hurting us as a family of people to He's educate in a car. their children. You wonder why kids are killing themselves. Give me right now. I'm going to myself with the <laughs> You watch me. Even you don't care a little looking at you. You don't even do anything. Everything's good. Probably the dumbest kid in the class. Well, they didn't make fun of his looks, so he's calling him dumb. Right Seems like he's projecting a little bit. Yeah. It's really the mother's fault for not teaching him to be stronger. This is very sad, and I can't make a joke about it. But I will try. I can't see the video. Does he have, like, big progeria vibes? So, that's Quaden. Then a GoFundMe was started for him. Of course. Yeah. Uh, first of all, um, you know, a mom putting the camera in a boy's face while he's crying about being bullied... What's the real intention here? Well, it's, so, it's so the mom can get those, you know, those fucking social media, that, that fucking, what is it, serotonin? That, that that release of serotonin in your head that you get? What's the real intention of the mother whenever she names her child Quaid in the Exactly. Too? Well, it's an Australian thing. I'm sure that's like Jonathan over here. And uh, <laughs> and so some celebrities have rallied around him. He's, he has $400,000 saved up on GoFundMe now. For what? For a trip to Disneyland. So four hundred thousand yeah, dollars for really a trip to Disneyland, it. but then some stuff came out about Quaden. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been rumors that he's actually eighteen years old and he's a bully. Stop. And no, but here's the thing, Stephen. Uh, they found his social media presence, and there's pictures of him wearing like Gucci, and um, and like uh, having big stacks of money while listening to rap music. Mm-hmm. Same kid. Oh, like Ricky Berwick. And now he is officially canceled because this Instagram Live video came out of him. Listen to what Quaden has to say. Eight-year-old sweet bullied Quaden. 
asked a girlfriend, but I said goodbye. So you want a girlfriend? Yeah. Why? You're too young. I'll pop these guns out for you, nigga! Yeah, so that's uh, well, that's Quaden. He is a racist man. Yeah, inappropriate. He's inappropriate. He deserves to be bullied. Um, he has Fuck a very, he has a very large head. This is my advice to him. So in high school, I was called the F word for gays a lot. It's a quote. I'm quoting. They call they would call me a faggot a lot. Okay, very mean things. Um, queer, faggot, gay. I was called all of it in school. It's before I started lifting. It's before I was huge and jacked. Um, so they wouldn't say it to me nowadays. I should re-enroll in high school and see what they had to fucking say about me. Um, but you That's know, what I, tried. I wore a messenger bag. I wore paisley shirts. I wore cowboy boots. I was effeminate, you know. As my math teacher once said, he said, "Tristan, you're not gay. You're European," uh, which is even worse than calling me gay. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> them calling me those things, those bullies, only made you stronger. Stop. Well, it taught me to act less gay, right? You know. So it worked in a way, you know. I have this advice to Quaden, who has a very large head because he's a little person. Get bullied more. Here's my advice to Quaden: Instead of stabbing yourself or shooting yourself or say the N-word online and flashing big stacks of fake Australian money because their money looks like fucking toys. It's not real. Buy a giant wig so your head looks smaller. (laughs) The only way... Like a fat person will wear a very large shirt. Or Billie Eilish, who has giant milk bags. Giant eighteen giant, say that. Giant bazooms on her. Giant teeter totters. Big old suck bags. She will put giant shirts on to cover that up. It makes you look smaller. Yes. So to Quaden, the bullied Australian racist. Well, he's Aborigines. He can say the N word, right? I have two things to say. Number one Buy a shut up real quick. Buy a big, buy a giant wig, Quaden, and your head will look like a normal sized head. Every time I think you're gonna take a left turn, you just you just turn right. I and, always go right. And I I there I could have bet money on what I thought you were gonna actually say. What, what was I gonna say? Act like your head's less smaller. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but, no. But big that wig. Go to rubyscostumes.com. I never would have anticipated that. Also. Sometimes I like to think that people actually click on the iTunes link for the horse house and they're like, oh, a faith-based podcast. Oh, they talk about all things Islam. That's cool. And then they just click on it. It's just you. Hey, small child who might not be small. Fuck you. Buy a wig. Well, he's definitely small. So, Quaden, if you're listening, which I know you are. Oh, could you? He's he, uh, the what earphones if- look so big on him if he was listening to the podcast. <laughs> It'd be so cute. Don't be Rama Rama, Quaden. And uh, listen to my advice. Amazon has the cheapest giant wigs you can find. Don't bundira, little buddy. Yeah. Uh, so thank me later, Quaden. Once you become king of that, can we get wigs that are school. big on us? No. So on Twitter a couple days ago, I Tristan Horse, your everyone's favorite podcast host, uh, said there would be a big announcement. On this uh, on today's show, and that announcement is to, be, am, to, clarif- to clarify. Uh, Rudy, Drew, and I don't know. Th- yeah, I am officially, unironically, endorsing Michael Bloomberg <sighs> for president. Um, that's the surprise. It. Steve actually guessed it. He quote tweeted the tweet, and s- all he said was he's endorsing Bloomberg, and I was so fucking pissed. <sighs> so yes, Michael Bloomberg is the man for the job. He's not a politician. He is a mayor. He served three. Con- he served three consecutive. He, he served three consecutive terms as mayor of 
the Big Apple, NYC, New York City, as they call it, Drew. And um, I have some reasons. I have some reasons why I'm supporting Michael Bloomberg. Go on. All right. These are the reasons why I like the good mayor Bloomberg. <laughs> One, he follows the peanuts and Kermit the Frog on Twitter, <laughs> which is cute. He has a cool New York accent, which is awesome. Donald Trump has a weird accent. He has more money than Dotar Trump, which I like a lot. He has about fifty-six mil- billion more dollars than Donald Trump does. He made it all in indigo and tobacco cash crops. That's not true. He has. He is fun-sized. He's fun-sized. So that means you can put him in your pocket for a rainy day. He can hang out in there. I like that about him. He talks like me. He's rude. He demonizes women. I like that about him. He talks like me. He has his own TV station and, quote unquote, that is cool. I used to watch Bloomberg when I was a kid and I didn't know what was going on. I'd watch for 30 seconds and I'd switch over to Telemundo to watch that fucking show with the, the Mexican superhero in the red suit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and the B. Shazo, Shazo Oguncho or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And he also promoted a swastika burger on his Instagram, and that is based. So that is the reason. <laughs> I'll post a picture of the swastika burger that Bloomberg TV posted on, on Instagram. So I am endorsing Michael Bloomberg. He is not all talk like the rest of everyone. When, when, nine, when he was mayor and 9-11 happened, he guided, he guided New York City through a very sad time. Have you seen the Bloomberg commercial? That Why do you hold your microphone like that? No one can hear you. Have you seen the Bloomberg commercial that they've been running around us lately? No, but I'm sure it's good. He he, t- he talks in it, right? And I don't know if you know what he sounds like. Yes, I do. It rules. I endorsed him. I he know say- what he sounds like. <laughs> he says, do you know why they say the slogan, Mike will get it done? He says it exactly like that, and I just love what, it. What is it's, it? Why? I don't know, but it's... Put, it's he, he, you don't even know he's why? Like, he's like horny about it and also pedantic and i understand why you endorsed him now so that's why i'm endorsing him also fucking bernie sanders has three fucking houses that's unacceptable mike has 10 houses and that's way fucking cooler than three houses that's seven more houses if if the math is if if, if the pendos in my head is checking out parentheses exponents there you go that was multiplication parentheses Pempos, addition, uh, subtraction. It's checking out my head. It's seven more houses. So I'm I'm putting my vote. Tulsi's out the fucking window now. Damn. She's a do-nothing Democrat. She's never once been mayor of New York City for three consecutive terms. Not only that, but she's a politician. No milk for Tristan. She's a politician, and I don't like that. So it's Bloomberg all the way. I have taken the Bloom pill proudly. I swallowed that thing along with my vitamins and also my protein that I've been taking. You're a bloomer now. I'm a bloomer now, and I believe that he has the best vision for America. But when it comes down to it, my favorite part—he's not a polit- hes not a career politician, and that's what I like about him. And he also, he also has sixty billion bones too, which is and he has seven more houses than Bernie Sanders, or as we say in the horse house, he's got a Patrick's pizza worth. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, and I also, you know, to be honest, you know, uh, I need to apologize to the bad mayor, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Um, he, you know, he—I um, called him a rat. And I thought that was really funny. And then I realized it's all the insufferable Bernie bros who say that kind of shit. So Mayor Pete's actually a good guy. Um, you know, although... He his, defi- interesting, definitely doesn't have his, a CIA sniper trained his, on him right his now. His personal life is a little different, though, than um, like God Bernie Sanders. In what or, way? Or um, 
Mayor Bloomberg. You see, Rudy, Mayor Bloomberg, how do I put this? Mayor Bloomberg, when he has sexual intercourse with his wife or <laughs> girlfriend or whatever. Concubine. Coming out of his wherever. He um, <coughs> he puts his penis in the woman's um, cunt mm-hmm. and see... And so he goes in and out yeah. until he ejaculates inside of her. Well, that checks out. Until he completes uh, yeah. the job. Mm, Mayor Pete, on the other hand, he's he's kind of different. Wait, you know he how they say like Mike he doesn't finish? get it done? Well, he doesn't. It's not that he doesn't finish, Rudy. Except um, now a ball sack is placed um, by the pelvis. Mm-hmm. Um, that's usually where a pussy is as well. But Chaston, his husband, and also some of his other sexual partners, because, you know, they're very promiscuous, he, um, instead of where the vagina is, he has a penis and testicles. Okay. And, but under that... That's but then where, how do they have sex? But under that, that's where the the gay vagina is. Um, it's Chaston's um, asshole. And what Mayor Pete does is he gets erect, he gets aroused, maybe through some foreplay or some pornography, and he... How do I say this? Mayor Pete will put his penis into the male vagina, which is, in other words, a um, an anus. Is that the bussy that Stephen's always talking about? It's the bussy, the thing that Stephen always talks about being blown out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how. That's a difference. I'm between, sorry, but I didn't know you were going through. That's that. a difference between Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete has a different lifestyle. It's a, it's a lifestyle choice. That he has. I really it's don't like than, when you um, suck up to him, Michael, <laughs> the good mayor, Michael Bloomberg. So that's why I'm endorsing Michael Bloomberg for president. <laughs> Now it's time for the Horsehouse voicemails, brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. If you'd like to reach our voicemail, it's 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida, 321-323-9521. We have one, two, three, four. We got four voicemails today. Uh, sorry, three. Never mind. We have three voicemails today. Here is one from our good friend, Frank. Hey, guys. Hold on a second. Hey, guys. Frank here. So, I was listening to a episode, what would be last week's episode. You guys are hearing this now. And um, listener Chris was talking about... Um, here. Sorry, I'm sitting in the back seat of my mom's car. You're good. You're fine. Um, yeah. So, Chris was saying he's carrying on soon. I'm going to leave these really long voicemails. And then, to my surprise, he goes on to make Frank, sort of Frank, like, Frank, stop running half marathons before you leave us voicemails. Anti-Semitic rant. Which is funny because you guys don't know, Christy and I go go way back, and he doesn't like to tell people, but he he's uh he makes those comments because he's a Jew himself. Most people don't know that his Hebrew name is Leah. That's why he went to New York. You guys ever see that that movie, The Believer, with Ryan Gosling, no. where he's a He's a Nazi, but he's secretly Jewish. He goes to New York and he goes around beating up Jewish people. That's what Chris does. He's a Jew himself. And that's the irony of it. He's an alright guy. I like him. But I think he's starting to get a big head. 
you guys are, you know, you guys say he's so, he's so handsome, and he's so, you know, well hung, and he's so funny. Well, I never said he was so well funny, hung. you know. But he's a good guy. He's a good kid. He better be. I got a, I got a cousin Vinny Bapanano up in, uh, up in New York that can keep an eye on him, you know, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, so I understood half of that. Um, Chris, Frank said Chris is Jewish. He's secretly Jewish. He moved to New York City to be a Jew. Um, well, it sounded like he didn't like the anti-Semitism yeah. in his voicemail, but cool then started getting anti-Semitic remarks. That he started getting really anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, it's funny that he was being so anti-Semitic because he's a fucking Jew. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so here's the next voicemail from Frank. And one more quick, just small note. I've noticed that the climate of the podcast has gotten kind of kind of racist, you know? Like, what a, what a semantic, what a race, racist, racial humor. And I want to get back to just the, you know, get back to the really disgusting, like, just foul, Don't we all? you know, pointlessly foul humor that the podcast for the foundation is built upon. Oh, shit, there's a raccoon. I gotta go. Yeah, I am. What was he going to do with the raccoon? I, I, I would like to keep it foul and disgusting, but Stephen always kind of brings the racist stuff in. Well, Stephen's argument is what's more foul and disgusting than being racist? That is kind of true. And that's how he gets around it. But the poop and shit and farts, that's really what the what we're based on. Steve, what are you looking at? You've been on your phone this entire time. Yeah, guys, it's time for another NASCAR update. We're at lap <sighs> 178. Time. A 267 at Las Vegas, but uh, Martin Truex Jr. just hit the outside retaining wall at about the third corner, and we're uh, hitting the pits. Um, you know, the Chevys are running pretty decently today, but um, it's anybody's race. Here's Chris. on boys uh i just wanted to again call in another week i haven't missed one uh love you boys uh again you know have a good show all right thank you chris this is the perfect voicemail after the last one what song is that one that we're gonna have to cut oh was it n-word something i thought it i thought he was saying yeah that's i know that song they sing it in 12 years of slave i think from like that is that true let's listen to it again let's <laughs> let me just make sure let me type that into youtube <laughs> we should keep all of this in but just bleep all of it out yeah i know that's a pain in the ass editing but that'd be, that'd be really funny this should be the outro song but with all the bleeps thank you so much to chris for that voicemail uh chris all the way from all the way from new york city i just want to get away from the racist stuff yeah yeah exactly uh so our most handsome listener from the great state of new york city the great state of new york city the self-loathing jew <coughs> the self-loathing jew well-hung handsome man according to frank well-hung i don't know i've never talked to chris about his length 
But um, we appreciate the voicemails. Maybe a little more next week. Um, some more female voices. We've, you know, we need some estrogen up in here. Uh, so if you'd like to leave a voicemail, it's uh, 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. 321-323-9521. There was a death today. I woke up today to... Um, you woke up dead? <laughs> what? I just know where this is going. Mad Mike Hughes, a a very famous flat earther and amateur rocket scientist... A true cosmonaut. ...was killed today during a rocket launch. His uh, parachute... This is serious. His parachute did not deploy... And he was thrust into the ground, free fall speed, after going very high up in the air. I saw a documentary about Mad Mike Hughes. He's a limo driver and ex-stuntman and also amateur rocket scientist. I'm sorry, you said he was also a flat earther? Yeah. He would go up in these rockets Mm -hmm. to prove that we live on a flat plane. He was Mm -hmm. building stronger and stronger steam-powered rockets. They were steam-powered rockets. Oh, like steam-powered draft. Yes. To go... (laughs) To go into the air to prove that the Earth was flat. And this one was designed to go 5,000 feet into the air. The only problem is the launching pad apparatus scraped up against the rocket, Mm -hmm. which apparently I can only assume the parachutes were glued to the outside of. So the parachutes ripped and Mad Mike Hughes met a tragic demise. Well, the cool thing about him being a flat earther, though, is that he wasn't actually falling. He was just more dense than the air around him. That's true. So actually he shouldn't even die. I saw a documentary about him a couple months ago. And it was a very good documentary. It's about him trying to prove the Earth is flat and shit. And uh, he was a lonely guy. Good. He didn't have anyone. He only had a couple friends who would help him out with these launches. And there's a scene in the movie that has always stuck with me. It's a scene of him sitting on his front porch eating a Subway $5 foot long. Oh, like Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, he loves Subway. Uh, if I walked in a Subway and I saw Mayor Bloomberg there, I'd freak the fuck out. <laughs> I'd go full fangirl mode. And... Uh, and um, it always stuck with me, seeing a very lonely old man eating a Subway sandwich on his front porch. Like it or not, ladies, that is what peak performance looks yeah, like. Yeah, and, um, but, you know, a lot of people have been making fun of his death. This is serious. And um, and I can't help but to feel disheartened by it. Um, you know, oh, d- the winner of the Darwin Award this year, blah, 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 joke this, joke that. Now, he didn't believe in gravity, and guess what, you know? He didn't believe in gravity. And you know, to all those fucking people, I dare you to believe in something so much and want to prove a theory that you have so much that you fucking put yourself into a rocket and launch yourself hundreds of feet up in believe the air. Believe in it so much that NASA sabotages your launch. no one has the balls to do that. I mean, that's kind of like he me had, coming he, to the horse house he every had, week. He had the faith to... To even though it was incorrect, ooh, he had the faith and the the cojones, the chutzpah, the chutzpah, to to deny the status quo that so many people blindly follow, and he he had the faith and the balls to make rockets and throw himself into the heavens 
to try to prove his theory correct. And all these motherfuckers, these bastards, who want to talk shit about him, I would like to see you believe in something so much that you're willing to do that to yourself. Fuck you. Now it's time for Rudy's Crypto Corner. Rudy. It's that time of the week again. We come into the horse house and Rudy, the very nice man who's never mean, he tells us things about the market of cryptocurrency. It's like an American dollar, but it exists online and you can use it to buy a hitman. You can use it to buy horse tranquilizers or you can just let it accrue value. It's Rudy's crypto. Corner, yeah, yeah, Rudy's Crypto Corner, Rudy's Crypto Corner. Rudy, hello, it's me. Uh, I'd like to turn the Crypto Corner on its head a little bit. I feel like people Ooh. have been getting a getting a little bogged down in all the details. Okay, um, I just go on for too long, and um, I really think it's a little much. So we actually in studio have um, resident IGN E3 on-scene reporter Jeez. drew to drew, talk about this? to talk about his experience uh reliving through the land of tamriel um encountering thalmor and orcish strongholds alike it's drew tell us about skyrim so first oh thank first. god you're finally awake <laughs> <laughs> is that a skyrim thing i don't play video games but um, people were telling me, I well, I remember it just like it was yesterday, people are telling me to my left, to my right, hey, Drew, I know you don't play video games, but what you would really like is this game called Skyrim. And so I said, what the heck? I'll give it a shot. And uh, I'm addicted. I, I play as, um, I think it's called an elf. <laughs> and, um, what kind of elf, Drew? A woody elf. <laughs> and so... Um, Didn't one of those direct Annie Hall? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Go on, Drew. And so, like... What class I, are you? What class are you? Uh, I don't, is that... It's so, just whatever you're specking in. Yeah, like, what are you specced in? I do... I shoot arrows. Okay, cool. Um, I don't... I don't get uh, how... My keyboard works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it gets pretty frustrating at time, but I like how it like uh like I'm moving around. Mm -hmm. I see like uh I think they're called dragons. Yes, sir. Um, based on the popular hit TV show Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's I, people are telling me left and right to watch that too. Yeah, I'm no, I'm completely lost every day, but I was like pressured into playing it by all of my cool video game playing friends. I'm very confused and I waste a lot of time trying to figure it out. Oh, sorry. Listen, listen, I can't control the weather. I still want to point out Rudy. Rudy was going to say something and immediately got cut off. <laughs> Rudy was about to say something and he got totally cut off. I don't, I can't control it, okay? With that sweet little song by our Arab friends. It is now a time for Tristan's viral audio clip of uh, the week. Now, this viral audio clip of the week, we've only had our president 
on the viral audio clip of the week like one time before. It was mostly uh, um, future president Joe Biden, Joseph Biden. Uh, for a long time, he was for like two months straight. He was our viral audio clip of the week every week. It just kept coming. But President Trump on February 20th, uh, he had a little rally because he never stopped campaigning. You know, uh, he's 73, but he acts like a 25 year old. And that's why he'll be president for the rest of our lives, hopefully. Uh, so this is him at Colorado Springs, Colorado at a rally and he has um a bone to pick with the academy <laughs> have any of you guys heard this yes no here he is president donald Tr- john trump at the broadmoor world arena talking about the academy academy awards this year you see and the winner is a movie from south korea what the hell was that all about <laughs> we got enough problems with south korea with trade True. On top of it, they give him the best movie of the year. Was it good? I don't know. You know, I'm looking for like, where, where, let's get Gone with the Wind. Can we get like Gone True. with the Wind back, please? Yeah. Yes. Sunset Boulevard. Sure. So many great movies. The winner is Blue from Velvet. South Korea. I thought it was best foreign film, right? Best foreign movie. No, it was the button. Did this ever happen before? Mm-mm. No, Band sir. With the Academy Awards. So that's what... Uh... President Donald Trump. That was the same crowd that applauded for the dishwashers. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but, you know, I can't help it, you know, uh, if there was anyone else saying it, I disagree. But I can't help but to agree with our president on this. I need to know what um, Michael Bloomberg thinks about Parasite. Now, are, are the Academy Awards, he probably loves it. He's, uh, yeah, I, 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 I love him so much, and I totally uh, love it, too. Um, and uh, But, you know, now that the president put it into such words like that, I can't help but to agree with them. The Academy Awards, there's a reason why it's there's a foreign film section. It's because we only rank American films. This might be a dumb question. Is Parasite a foreign film? It's, it's South Korean to the core. It's South Korean. Was it shot in South Korea? Yeah, yeah it's all South is, Korean. Is Bong Man, is he explicitly South Korean or is yes, he an expat? He's from Liv, South Korea. Lives in South Korea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, think, I didn't know I, if he was living over no, here no, no, or something. No, it's, I four think, on, it's, it's a full-on foreign film. And I yeah. think for the Academy, what qualifies it being a foreign film is not necessarily a foreign director, but I believe it's foreign producers. Okay. Like if the etymology... Well, no, no, because because like can, if a, if a, if can a, a British film win best foreign film, it's foreign. I believe so. Huh. I I was just typically wondering. it implies foreign language. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah, because I don't think there's been too many English foreign film wins. They've been like French. Yeah. Or like, um, yeah. So. Well, what good British movies? Like have ever the been artist, made? the artist was made by French people, but that but was, it was nominated for. And best it was a picture. silent film too. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like technically, that was a foreign was film, but Black it wasn't nominated one? for Black best and White film. silent film. Yeah. It wasn't nominated for best foreign film. Yeah. Did I know? Yeah, they, they fucking yeah. Let me get on the artist real quick. Um, I, I saw a little bit of it. Um, it was on Netflix a long time ago, and like uh, you know, fuck the Academy for putting a fucking silent film for best picture. That pisses me off. Why? It's a shtick. A shtick film. I mean, if it's done well enough. It, I haven't it, seen the movie. It's like that fucking Vincent Van Gogh movie that came out, and every frame is painted like a Vincent Van Gogh painting. That's pretty cool. It's a shtick. It's a shtick movie. That's almost like saying it making Boyhood. a movie. Boyhood. Boyhood. Shtick movie. Is making a movie in black and white in 2019 a shtick? No, if that's a stylistic choice. Is making a movie in 4x3 in current year? A stylistic choice. Mm-hmm. It's not a shtick. It's a stylistic Feels choice. Like a stylistic choice. So that was Tristan's viral audio clip of uh, the week. <laughs>
play it one more time? No. True. We got those uh, blue blue Tuesdays. So blue our, Chew. So our good friend Kevin Smith was uh, was shot into a steam power. Became a member of steam power draft. <laughs> He, uh, you know, he's always posting cringe. That's really all Kevin Smith does nowadays. He makes cringe and he posts it as well. Rudy, if you could not cradle the microphone, if you could have it towards your mouth so you're ready at any moment to talk, I'd really ah. appreciate it. Uh, so Kevin I Smith on Instagram and Twitter recently said this. You know, he's a big Marvel guy, big superhero guy, big Star Wars guy. Stephen, do you read this? He had yeah. this to say on, on Twitter and Instagram. Religions... Let me put some reverb on this. Religions have been founded on the Bible, resulting in millions of people deriving inspiration and moral strength from amazing stories about fantastic feats of faith. Hundreds of years from now, our descendants will find divine inspiration from the story of Captain... America wielding Molnir. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. <laughs> Rudy, thoughts? I want to know how much Kevin Feige Venmoed him for that tweet. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I, I don't really have anything to say about this, except that I it's, mean, it's one like, of the worst things I've read. Are we still allowed as a culture to use autistic as an insult? Yeah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, have you listened to the podcast? Wanna, oh, yeah, no, we're, we're all... To say that's it. fair. I have to constantly be it's, reminded... It's, it's our word. Culture. We're allowed yeah. to say it, yeah. 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 Just uh, it, it's very it's super like spurgy. Yes, to be like I I really like the superhero well, you know, movie. He was born in the seventies. He probably is autistic and just never got tested for. I it. um, you know how I in in a bit that was cut out of the episode, I explained how like when I see cringe material, like I physically do cringe. Yeah. Um, I read that tweet a couple days ago and had to turn away from my phone. Yep. Um, if we were to try to play devil's rudy here uh-huh. for mr smith um as the great lana del rey once said in this world of gods and monsters i'm just trying to get fucked hard true and uh <laughs> they're like uh in a in a society that is turned away from religion at large um where do we derive our moralistic cultural standards mm-hmm. uh big movie so so well, you know it's not it's 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 mostly western society yeah you go to other countries like africa christianity is well no no and i wasn't coming up like uh and, like like uh vegetation over there i was just saying like a lot more of, than the vegetation you yeah, know a lot of people that so. can't read like der- like like the source material yeah. derive uh te- uh understandings of faith or moralism from the tales like right if it wasn't like the bible then we're talking about like aesop's fables Mm -hmm. right we're talking about grim fairy tales i mean like so those stories of our time if they last in perpetuity are big movie you know yeah another classic kevin smith tweet perhaps the best tweet of all time i mean like i can i can I can kind of see the point he's trying to make, but it's 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 an it's an awful point and it's mad cringe. Yeah. July 9th, 2009 from Kevin Smith. Yes. 10 years in and we bone like we're cheating on each other with each other. A decade plus and her clit slash brown slash taint area still pounds my dick. 
Lou Reed? Is that you? <laughs> Lou, Lou. Lou. That's bad, even for me. So thank you to Kevin Smith for keep for you know twenty five years on, and you're still making us laugh. Started with Clerks, then then came Mall Rats, then The Office, then Chase The Office, and then um, the Keep Larry Wilmore Show on 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 Chocolate now, News, now Trevor Noah, Chocolate News, starring David Allen Greer, Chalk Zone, David Spade's new talk show on comedy central the episode of ed and eddie where jimmy with the retainer says i feel just like errol flynn errol flynn was a serial harasser woman oh of course there's a reason why we say in like flint you said this on the podcast before and i think i i think it's not true i researched it one why night. do you it's one of it, it's a possible um, why are you willing history. to say that about errol flynn but you defend marlon brando to the death you also marlon Brando. Woody Allen. he sodomized a woman with butter that's, that's Roman not, Polanski. No, was Roman that Polanski is Roman Polanski. Drugged and no. anally raped a twelve-year-old girl. No, and he's free. On it, set, and they still applaud him at the Academy Awards. Also, Marlon the, Brando sodomized a woman. No, with the thing about true? no Marlon Fran. You're thinking about Mike Adriano, the porn star. No, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, like uh, the director. I forget what film it was. The director like told him like, "Hey, you're gonna get real handsy in this take," and the the okay. the actress didn't. Yeah, know. I'm getting kind of handsy. What's me, Marlon Brando? Pass me the Doritos. That's what he said. Marlon Brando also had this to say on Larry King one time. Oh, no. Are you critical of the Hollywood that makes violence? I think that I, I'm angry with some of the Jews. I'm very some goddamn angry at some of the Jews. Hollywood is run by Jews. It's owned by Jews. Hollywood, and um, uh, they should have a, a, a greater sensitivity about the issue of of people who are suffering saying this to larry king of all people yeah exactly join Perhaps. us next episode where we change our optics <laughs> <laughs> join us next episode where we fuck your specs and go john wicko mode oh yikes that's a big <laughs> for me now it's time to dip into the new york times bestseller for four months the indie warhol diaries edited by pat hackett according to the boston globe it is the ultimate self-portrait we join andy today uh on a friday february 24th in 1978 and i will have drew do the honors of reading uh, this week's excerpt it's from 1978 uh, rudy please microphone mm. it's from 1978 1978 i wonder if he's seen star wars yet Ooh, that's interesting Maybe we'll talk about it robin the new kid said he was going out to his parents' place in Tuxedo Park to be a butler for $10 an hour for three hours this weekend, but that he got an advance so he could go dancing at Studio 54. Classic. He's reading the scrapbook, and when he got to uh, 68, he wouldn't believe it. He said to me, Somebody shot you? Roy Cohn's birthday party was at Studio 54 behind the curtain. We missed the good heavy Democrats. They'd already gone, like Carmen DeSapio. Don't know her. Me neither. There was a big birthday cake for Roy, and Margaret thought it was a cushion and sat on it. Dumbass, you fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> maybe, maybe, she shouldn't, maybe she shouldn't be hiding from kids in that TV show. But she got up quickly, and nobody seemed to notice. The cake was about three yeah, feet by It only had an feet. ass print in it. No one noticed. With a face like a 1920 cheap pillow. You know, like they had then for the World's Fair. What? It was in the paper that the party was costing Stevie $150,000, but I don't see how it could have. They they were charging people to get in, just like always. And that's what Andy Warhol was doing on this day in 1978. 
let me pull up the inflation count uh inflation calculator what he didn't say in his diary entry was whenever she sat on the cake she said you know what i like the most cake farts <laughs> where in the I, world is margaret de stefio de sapio carmen san diego that was 1978. Do you think Eddie Warhol fucked Roy Kahn? 150. If if he really did spend that much money on the birthday party, um, he spent $596,160.34 on this party, only for this fucking fat bitch to sit on the cake. And then fart in it. Three feet by four feet is a giant fucking cake. That's an area of 12 feet of cake. Yeah, holy shit. Do you think they had the cake dude, boss? that's 12 square feet of cake. Hey, do, do Andy they, Yang. Do you, do you think they had the cake boss make it? I'll take it from you. They I'm the fucking cake it. boss. Do, do you remember? Of course. Do you remember Duff when, Goldman. Um, do you remember you the guys, pride of Baltimore County. You guys have watched the cake boss before, right? No. Duff Goldman, the pride of Baltimore County. And he, um... He he one time got a he, he had a show on TLC about him making cakes. You've heard of cake, oh, cake right? I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah. He he got arrested one time with a DUI, and according to um the police records, uh, when he was getting arrested, he said to the police officer, "You can't arrest me. I'm the cake boss." Fuck yeah. Which is really fucking funny, and uh, that's what I would use too if I was in that situation. What a real flimsy position to yeah. try and leverage. <laughs> All right. Well, he just needs to know that if you get pulled over by a police officer. And you're drunk. You always have to keep a bottle of sealed Jack Daniels or some kind of other whiskey next to you. As the cop is approaching you, you take the keys out of the car and you throw them out the window. You pop up in that bottle and you start chugging it. So if they do test you for being drunk, they they can't prove that you were drunk when you were driving. And also your keys are out of the car, so you're not operating the motor, motor vehicle. You know what I mean? So Rudy, I know you like to drunk drive. So next time you choose to do that, please keep a bottle of I've whiskey. I've talked to you about why you. this doesn't work. It's I, all my cop friends tell me it's true, and I should do it. Okay. Update on the Las Vegas race. Uh, we know it's the second race of the season, and it turned out Denny Hamlin won the Daytona 500 after a severe rain delay. Uh, we all thought Kyle Busch was going to get it, but uh, he couldn't, and he's going to have to wait another year, kind of like Dale Earnhardt himself. Um, but right now, with 32 to go, uh, Joey Logano, nobody's favorite, is taking the lead, followed by uh, Kevin Harvick and definitely not a witness protection name, Ryan Blaney. Um, that being said, uh, one thing you gotta love about NASCAR is the beautiful paint schemes and the wonderful sponsorships. We love our sponsorships, don't we, folks? So, my question to the guys in the horse house would be, uh, if you could pick a sponsor for your car in a color scheme, what would you pick? And you can have, like, your head sponsor and then your side sponsor and you're just your colors. Yes, sir. Uh, BitConnect, bright green. BitConnect! Steven, i just like to operate your phone. Uh, why... Why is there a person driving the number three? So here's the thing. Why is that number not retired? Yeah, it's fu- like, okay, mask off for a second. Rudy and I used to be hardcore NASCAR boys when we yeah. were like six or seven. And when we didn't know each other True. and we've connected over this fact, uh, the number three absolutely should be retired. Um, the 43 is retired, isn't it? No, the 43 is not retired, but nobody runs the 44. Huh? The 44 is what Adam Petty died in. Yeah. 
Kyle Kyle Petty's son. Yeah. And nobody runs the 44 anymore. So why do, why does somebody run the 3? Well, because Richard Childress, the owner of Richard Childress Racing. He's a bitch. Uh, which uh, Dale Earnhardt raced for back in the day. Um, he has a grandson. And his grandson is named Austin Dillon. And Austin Dillon really just wanted to run the 3 Are you car. fucking kidding me? So yeah, that's Richard Childress's grandson. I want to run him. the 3. You know, Dale Jr. never ran the Are 3. Are we recording? Yeah. Uh, I want to string Austin Dillon up by the, by the feet. And then drag him down down the track. And it's you know it's a history. I'll sew your asshole up and keep feeding you and, and feeding you. you. I'm a feeding I'm a nail your balls with a dresser and take the, a baseball I hate bat. That song. One of the things that's killing NASCAR is that none is of the drivers retired. None of the drivers can are actually good at driving anymore. Well, no, they're all just legacy nepotism people, or they they. What's bought killing their, NASCAR is that they don't have bottles of moonshine well, in the trucks also anymore. Also, fucking restrictor plates. Well, they only run restrictor plates at two tracks, Rudy. Is that true? Yeah, Talladega and Daytona. Yeah, okay, the two Starring coolest fucking tracks. No, but I'm just saying, like, because otherwise, if they didn't run restrictor plates, the 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 speeds would become deadly. Oh no. Okay. What are we watching for? Anyway, my actual point was that uh, actual racers can't get in the driver's seats anymore because unless you bring sponsorships or nepotism to the table, you can't get in. Austin Dillon runs the three. It's garbage. Tristan, what would your sponsor be? My sponsor would be GoDaddy.com. Why? Oh, Danica. Uh, cheap domains through your website. What would your color scheme be? Um, Confederate flag colors. <laughs> Red, white, and blue. <laughs> What Drew, what again? would your what would your mascot be? My mascot? What would your sponsor be? Bethesda Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Black. What would your color scheme be? No, Rudy already said it. Matt Black. That would be kind of a badass color scheme, though. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Yeah. It would absorb like ninety eight percent of sunlight. He's also the one NASCAR driver driving around. He's the one NASCAR driver that gets to put bumper stickers on his stock car. And Vance of black, and it just the says, darkest black in the world. It just says Todd Howard is my co pilot. Hello, Frank. Welcome to the Horse House. Hello, what's up? Hey, Frank. What's up, man? Not much. What are you guys talking about? We were just talking about NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR. You got any thoughts on NASCAR? I don't know. I knew this. I knew this kid who was really into punk rock, and he had like a bunch of brain damage, and he was really into NASCAR for some reason. That's that's most fans uh, of NASCAR. I couldn't really understand it. We were talking about like what would your what 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 would your sponsor be? Your mascot? Is there mascots oh, no. for cars? No. What would your what would your sponsor be, and what would your color scheme be? So first, what would your sponsor be? Um, like, could I have like the Soviet Union be your sponsor? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Like have a red car with the hammer and sickle on it. Yeah. That'd be kind of badass. And, um, marijuana. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that'd yes. be my second sponsor. Yeah. Marijuana, uh, incorporated. Mm-hmm. Fucking bananas like Chiquita. Yes, sir. Yeah, Chiquita. Dole. Dole. Mixed messages, the Soviet Union and Dole Fruit. And um, Baby Gap. Baby Gap, okay. I buy my joggers at Gap. Baby Gap. Uh, do, 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 I don't know. I always liked, uh, I liked Tony Stewart. I thought his car was kind of cool. It was like, Home Depot? he was, uh, yeah, the Home Depot Orange. I thought that was kind of cool looking. Yeah. All right. Well, you, you can't beat Dale Earnhardt. I mean, he had the, he had yeah. the black. 
Yeah. You can't. You can't beat the Intimidator. God damn right you can't. Who was number three sponsor? Good, ri- good, rich, like yeah. Oh, yeah. quality parts. Tires. No. All right. What's Frank. on your mind, Frank? What's on your mind? I don't know, man. I'm just kind of. I'm. I'm standing outside. Um, I'm, fil- I'm about to light up a cigarette. Hold on. Has anybody ever uh, smoked weed on the podcast? All right. Do you guys do that? Uh, All right, no, we Frank. Haven't actually. It's that time of the week again. It's everybody's favorite segment of the week. It's time for a shoe vibe check. Frank, what kind of shoes are you wearing? I'm not wearing shoes. He's a country Thank boy. you for finishing this segment. What are you smoking? Uh, I wear Doc Martens usually. I got a pair of Doc Martens that I've had since uh, 2016. I wear Doc Martens too. Very stylish. Yes, I saw that on Instagram. You, I, I hope you take better care of yours than I took mine because they're just like, oh, they're fucking horrible no, condition. That's the thing with Doc Martens. You're supposed to treat them like shit, right? The more scuffs and, and marks on them, the better they are, right? When I got my Doc Martens, the... Uh, the girl selling it to me, she was being like really overly flirtatious, and Ooh. it was kind of like embarrassing. Wow! And I found out her. I found out later because they make a commission on it, and she wanted to sell me, you know, a pair of hundred and twenty dollar boots, but I was already sold on them, so I was just like, "This fucking skank." So, so the free, so the free head. I just of... walked out with them. I smacked <laughs> her in the. I gave her a pop in the nose. I just walked out the front door. Like she was a bad dog. Yeah, I made her in the nose of the fucking newspaper. I made her. I made her eat her lunch off the floor. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, did you guys ever hear that story? Uh, it happened here in Florida. It's like a year, maybe like 2018 or something. Is this old dude? He uh, he f- staged his own suicide. He got a weather balloon and tied a gun to it and shot himself in the heart so his family couldn't collect this you know, insurance money. But they <laughs> found his internet history. And they they put the kibosh on it. It's a true story. It's fucked up. It's really sad, actually. How he tied they... a, he tied the gun to a weather balloon, so he shot himself and it floated who, who, away. Who pulled it? Oh, so he shot himself and then let it go. Yeah, he shot himself in the so heart. He well, yeah. I mean, yeah. can you not get uh, life insurance? That's kind of like a big bet because rigor mortis so. could have kicked in and it could have yeah. just stuck in his hand, and then he's. It's a fucking dead old man with a gun and a balloon attached to it. Also, according to Clerks, nineteen ninety four, uh, after you die, I love that movie. You can stay hard for six hours after. Was Rosario Dawson in that one? The first one. She Nar. was in. She was in two. Oh, well then. Which I don't one bother with has it. the thirty seven dicks? That's Clerks. That's the original. I think it's, is it thirty seven or thirty six dicks? You sucked. Well, he's thirty seven, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If you had okay, if here's um here's a question. I like where this is going. You have to suck one dead if, guy's dick or thirty-seven alive. If you were dicks. in Harry Potter, which house would you be sorting into? If you, um, if you had to kiss a girl, who would it be? If you had to, if, if you walked into a room, if you, I've never kissed a girl before. I've never even tried it. <laughs> if you saw Kevin Smith in real life, what would you do? Rape. Thank you.